This is the downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. I think it's really stupid that the Rangers are already at spring training. Yeah. Well, that's the price of playing uh, until November, right? I guess, but even if they didn't go on the six-week World Series run or whatever that was. Would you rather Jesus. not feel stupid and not have a world championship? No, no. I'll take so you're it. probably going to feel stupid no matter what you do, right, Kevin? Yeah. No. I am. He's going to feel great. I'm going to feel terrible about myself. You don't feel terrible about he yourself, said, do you? He said yeah. he didn't think Kevin. he did a very good job with his life spot a minute ago, and I thought he did excellent. Yeah, no, that one was... That was... Stupid. I think you should be proud of yourself, dude. No, I'm not kidding. I think Me you're too. a badass. You proved them all wrong, dude. Damn sure did. Well, then if I get there, then I'm a conceited individual, and then I'm satisfied, no, and there's no push for tomorrow. It's not just so a I always... line. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, if you wanted to play baseball and you told me you get two months off, no weekends, nine months on, yeah. Do you think Josh Spores is like, all right. Yeah. He threw the last pitch of the season, then I saw a video of him yesterday, getting it cranked up. And why do pitchers and catchers have to get there early? To stretch out. Mm-hmm. What does they that mean? Stretch. Do it here. You don't have to go out there. Do it here. Yeah. Do it on live video feed. Fine. The you're stretching? Are you Zoom, you're stretching? Today? They have to be there a week early? Two weeks early, yeah, it's right? two weeks for Two weeks? Yeah. 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 To but just soft toss kind of or get yeah. it warmed up? Pe- catchers Jog. got it rough because they got to bend down. Yeah. Do you know how sick they are of squatting? Well, they chose a. If you're a catcher and you chose that to be a catcher, you're nuts. Do you get. I never played baseball growing up. Do you get. Does a catcher kind of like the dude who can't feel that good or is he the best? No, he's actually usually. At, at an early age, is one of the best. He's the aggressive nut, though. He's the guy yeah. who's most likely to play middle linebacker, and you know, it's that guy. I know he's. They have to be smart, and they have tough. a lot more jet yeah, tough. They have more jobs than most people on the field. The guy that's really like you know when you play soccer at the age of seven, he's the guy that's always around the ball because he's just faster and better. Usually, that's what the catcher was. And, and then, then you, faster, and then you move though, him. and then you move him, or it's the big kid. <laughs> It's usually the big kid. Right. That's what I'm saying. So immobile. Yes. As they get older. But younger, it's like, yeah, it's the it's the athlete. I never saw that in Little League or Pony League, man. It was always the big kid that played catcher. Really? And the and, athletes either pitched or played short. And aren't, even in the big leagues, the catcher's body type is often just a little more husky. Well, you can't have a guy who sucks back there, though, too. Well, not you sucks, know, but why don't you ever see a super skinny catcher well, jonah heim yeah. skinny yeah he's and maybe ish. i just think he's more bulky than he is because all he's the tall stuff, stuff he wears sandy alomar was like six five right or still is well yeah he's actually getting smaller yeah <laughs> over the years they stuck my ass out in right field really yeah because no left-handed batters and everybody pulled back then so i never saw any action did you go <gasps> oh sh- Pretty much. OS when one came at you? I was horrible at baseball. Just absolutely horrible. Man, I never played. Never a day. It was my sport of choice. I should have. I was a monster. The hand-eye coordination's out of control. Is it? Yeah. Really? If yeah. I threw something at you, you'd catch it? Hell yeah. I'm not going to throw anything at you. But if I did? You know, hand-eye coordination it's in golf. Racing, you know, I'm a decent golfer, right? So, throw, you know. throw a joke book at him and see if he can catch it. Yeah. Read this. Yeah, come here's back, all the jokes that Monday. used to be on. All the <laughs> Read jokes, this and try again Monday. All the jokes that used to be on Dingu's Morning News, except <laughs> right. he got he quit doing them. I did. I did. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were, I was just wasting time. We got we're not wasting any time. We're not running out the clock. 
People think we're running out the clock. You no, know, we're that? having a nice conversation about sports. That's what I'm saying. What's wrong with that? That's what I'm saying. JJ, you played a lot of you played yeah, more baseball than all of us put athlete. together. Yeah, here. I was a catcher at were one you? point in my career. Yeah. Okay, but did you, my in knees college, are shot? Like my knees hurt so. Tough. Did you have the little wedge? I have gout in one of my knees. That's how bad. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> they didn't give you the little I'm, wedge things to put behind your knees. Yeah, but as Those you get older, you know you. That's kind of like a beginner's thing, like a kind of like a training wheels. Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, I want a chair. Yeah, my, I have bad knees. A, a little chair. stool. A, a tiny stool. Uh-huh. After a while, that's what it feels like you're sitting on. Like little Miss Muffin. And then you get older. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what catchers have now in baseball. They've gone to the one knee. Yeah. You I know. need the catcher's tough it. Yeah, we need a catcher. But the one knee is a problem if there's a wild pitch. You can't really. Yeah. Who used to do the one Ooh. leg out? Was it one of the Peñas? Oh, who was that? Yeah, uh, Peña sounds right. Yeah. yeah, They still kind of do that Peña. on a lower pitch in baseball. Peña. I can one see it the in Peñas. there. The Peñas. <laughs> okay, let's get to the Madam <laughs> Web review. Madam Web, yep. Dakota Johnson, big budget, Sidney Sweeney. Big My guy Adam things. Scott's in this too, right? Adam Scott, yeah. He plays, I mean, it's not a spoiler because it's on IMDb. He plays Ben Parker. Okay. So it kind of gives you an idea. Peter Tell Parker's me what this is. Dan. So, Madam Web, this it takes place in the Spider-Verse. So, and this movie takes place specifically in 2003, which is what interesting because we're trying to figure out now on the timeline where we are in mm-hmm. the Spider-Verse because you know when the Tobey Maguire movie came out, that Spider-Man movie came out, I think it was 2001 mm-hmm. or 2002. So, it's, it's, it's interesting on, I really want to see where they were trying to place this in the within the spider-verse but um it's the origin story of madam webb um she's the origin story that they use for this film is she was an orphan her you know she's trying to figure out like what happened to her mom and all of a sudden like she kind of it's in the trailer she kind of dies and comes back and now she has she can see the future oh so it's kind of like some scenes kind of somebody said i saw it felt like final destination in a way because they like you know show the scene that happens it hasn't happened, but it, it, like it's on a loop. So she sees it, and then she's like freaking out and trying to figure out what's going on, and it's because of something that has happened in the past with her mom, and so now she's trying to figure all this out. And now there's these three girls who come in that are tied in because th- they're connected in a way. And it, you know, obviously in the trailer they show they're they're all spider women in the future. So they all have do they all they have all spider have, adjacent abilities? They don't in the movie because this is the before. Okay, she like they're trying to figure out why they're all linked and tied together but in they they're they're showing the cost they're in their costumes in the trailer so they show that you know they're spider women and so they're the yeah they're part which is part of the spider verse because <laughs> there's multiple spider men um so yeah yeah there there's a guy named ezekiel ezekiel's coming after him because he sees the future as well and he has some of these spiders uh abilities too and he's trying to kill them for a specific reason uh i'm not too sure if that's in the trailer so i won't say why um so yeah it's uh, it felt like they were really trying to keep this plot interesting, and so if, by doing that, it made it messy. It sounds so it terrible all what you've just described. Over the place. <laughs> yeah, it had like I could see the potential, but the problem really is in the writing. These actors could, no matter how hard they they, they couldn't save the script. The script was bad. Oh, it was really bad, and I see why i found out who their screenwriters that, that were the names was matt shizama and burke sharpless and somebody posted five of movies that they've written all five of those movies don't even have above a 30 percent of rotten tomatoes how does anyone sign up to do and that they've movie, already written and they written morbius which is arguably probably the worst sony movie sony marvel movie out there and and it's just like why do they keep getting <laughs> screen screenwrites like to get to write these movies because they're terrible but um yeah 
I mean, I can name a few. Dracula Untold, The Last Witch Hunter, Madam Web, Morbius, and then Gods of Egypt are the five movies that these two writers wrote together. Dang. None of them have above a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the fact that Marvel and Sony went to them and say, hey, write this coming up of uh, this origin story of a new character that people aren't even going to know about and you have to you, you got to get views because you know marvel is struggling right now and we need you. sony you gotta you gotta save it and they give it to these guys it's insane to me mm-hmm. um i'm i'm staying optimistic because i think if they can find the right people to get on board with this i i would love to see how they do the spider women in the future because the spider-verse has already opened up you know this and we're going to start seeing more new characters, especially when we're in this phase in Marvel. Um, so I I don't know. Um, there's no end credits. There's no, you know, end credits at all in this movie, which is rare for a Marvel film. I don't think they wanted to. I think they didn't want to commit to these characters or commit to the storyline. Maybe they didn't have faith in it from the beginning. I don't know. It, it sounded like and it feels like it was just doomed from the beginning. I don't I mean you can't I won't blame Dakota Johnson, I won't blame uh Celeste O'Connor, I won't blame Sydney Smith, I won't blame any of the actors in this movie. I think this movie was bombed from the get go from this from the writing. Oh no. This sounds so, like and I think sub they just two did dumplings. the best they could. One? One point eight, two, really? one point eight, I'll say around there. I'm nice. I'll be nice one. I'm not yeah. It, it's it it was some people are like, oh, I just couldn't bear to watch. I, it's rare for me to find a movie where I just can't just bear to watch. I mean, oh, it's I rare. This and I'm not like, saying that's what this is, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, I'm not going to get it like less than the way. Like, I thought this was going to be like four chicks running around in Spider-Girl costumes, like shooting webs. Yeah, not they're even in their Yeah, they're in their the costumes for like, I think, a total of three minutes. No. No. Yeah, no. a total of three minutes. So, I want yeah. Sydney Sweeney shooting unlimited webs out of her bra. <laughs> it was cool that it was a like I said, it was an origin story. So they really, you know, it was from the beginning. It's before her powers came and yada yada yada. But um, why didn't they yeah, sell out and just me. make it a sex appeal movie? Just sell out. You no. know, don't be like that. Twenty twenty four, Kevin. Yeah, don't be, yeah Kevin. don't be that person, Kevin. I'm just saying it, it, this uh, clearly didn't work. This is deep. So, yeah. This is a deep origin story. Well, that's getting killed too. So it I'm really, saying, it really is the writing. It was just it's it's really it started with the writing. It was do- which it's funny because Dakota Johnson actually said it was the script changed after she, which obviously they're going to make changes and edits. You know after excuses she, after she read the script and signed on, they changed the script. And I'm mm-hmm. curious of what the script looked like beforehand. Tough day for uh, Press Play JJ. Is, I mean, that's was. a total of like six and a half yeah. dumplings and three films. Yeah, I mean, if you are a Mar- obviously Tough. a Marvel fan and you're following the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, obviously go. You know, I, I'll say go see it because who knows how it's going to tie in later. Um, I mean, maybe go on a five dollar Tuesday. Okay, five dollar right. Tuesday. So we'll just skip it all together, right? <laughs> I'm planning to never see it. Yeah, same. After this, okay, JJ. I'm all for supporting women. I really Me think too. That Sydney Sweeney's a really phenomenal actress. Yeah, it was just no. Uh, she's good in Euphoria. Phenomenal. She is phenomenal. High yeah. praise. I mean, that break, that actress. breakdown scene was awesome. It's like Street in Euphoria and Sweeney. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, there's a few in between, but yeah. <laughs> what do we got? Talkies? Hot mop. Uh, talkbacks. This is all brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. Nah, it's the home of the Advanced FUE. It sure the is. Very next day, your own natural hair, same color, same curl. It's where you can leave us advanced hair restoration. Feedback with the red microphone button on the iHeartRadio app, and here we go. Hey, boys, trying to help the community, so I turned my front yard into a full-scale version of downtown Tokyo to try to attract that Godzilla from down in Crowley. So far, all we've attracted are two mangy dogs trying to take a bite out of Ombosaroi and a professor from UTD wearing a 
a ski mask just cranking Rod to some book about ligers and minotaurs fighting down in Juarez. Weird guy, but incredible form. Well, anyways, we're 50 days away from WrestleMania. That's the showcase of the Immortals, Mike. I love your buns. Man, Brody. Incredible form. Going after Professor Folsom. He changed his front yard to look like Tokyo. <laughs> to attract. To attract Godzilla. The the two-foot monitor roughneck lizard from Crowley. All you attracted was dog, mangy dogs and a ski-masked guest of ours. Incredible. But 50 days to WrestleMania. 50. That's a milestone. Cranking Rod. He throws Cranking Rod. It's his favorite. It's one of my favorites, it's, too. Perfect. Yeah. Favorite catchphrase. Now it's been one day. I'm getting sick of eating hay. And I'm starting to regret being a horse. <laughs> bum bum. But hey, I like the freak. Hey, I think I like your feet. Hey, let's have foot intercourse. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I do. It's really pretty. It's a tribute to a beautiful song that we heard yesterday. He's tired of it. We were supposed Wednesday. to hear it again today, and we forgot. I'll see what happens. We can end the show with it. Hey, guys. It's been a great morning. I'd have to say so. I ain't been working too hard. But I've been putting these drinking fountains together. And, uh, well, boys, I hope I get to see you guys on the freaking show weekend. Maybe you guys will be at the movie premiere on uh, <laughs> hey. February 27th with the speakeasy. I can't wait to see you guys. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> full Halliburton. Right. Genius. It took me half of it. <laughs> Bravo. You're full Tyrese Halliburton there. <laughs> Good job, Freak Jesus. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I would love to sit in a bathtub full of cream corn while the downbeat danced around singing the theme song to Phineas and Ferb and throwing little pickles. Uh, one day. What? <laughs> That's, that guy's one insane. Day. What? That guy's one day. Insane. Good morning, boys. You guys are doing a fantastic <laughs> job. I hope you have a good weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Triple. <laughs> Kyle and Kurt Bush just sitting eating their morning Cheerios, listening to the freak. KT comes in with a right hook out of nowhere. Why do you hate the Bush brothers? They got nothing to do with 9-11, KT. That's someone totally different. Kevin? Kevin? Well, as a guy who used to work part-time as a tour guy <laughs> at Texas Motor Speedway, I don't know. I just didn't like them. I thought they were winning a lot back then. Just felt like kind of they were always trying to fight. They were trying to fight people. Mm-hmm. I remember one time at the fan we were interviewing one of those guys. I think it was Kyle, Kurt, Kyle. Was he was ugly Kyle. or very ugly? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I can help. That's another part of this. And, and it, we said something was said in an email by one of our coworkers, and he like flipped him off. Like on the air, but he like it was kind of being funny, but it was also like serious. Mm-hmm. I feel like those guys were into their power dynamic at one point, and then wasn't it Kurt Busch who was speeding residentially? Like NASCAR guy, you don't need to be driving one twenty three to go get milk. That's just mine. That's all it comes from. It stems from nothing. <laughs> it stems from nothing. I want to take you to a gay bar. Start a nuclear war. Electric six rules. <laughs> Thank you, Dick Valentine. That was awesome. I would love to be the average size meat between a Danny Bayless and Mike Soroy sandwich. By the way, 
I'm a horse. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm you. You've made a massive impression it's a, it's with a, the horse song. It's a cult classic already. Yeah. It's all people are talking about. Most across, people haven't heard it. Across the, the Metroverse. Mm-hmm. This is the response Nick Creamer was looking for. Mm-hmm. It's a viral hit. Well, that was our... Yeah, but he was an established artist. This is just a singing piece of chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) A little speaker inside. You got it? I do have it. All right. But before we do that... It's not the length of your auburn hair. It's not the crook of your smile. It's not the whispers you speak in my ears. It's not your elegant style. It's not the way that you hold my hand. It's not your kisses and hugs. Let me be perfectly honest. It's your jugs. I dedicate that song to Gabby. Thank you for listening, Gabby. Just She's a not crooner. With a little brown drink, tinking, tinking mm-hmm. around in his hand, just on stage. It's like Michael Bublé on acid, and it's beautiful with a punchline. Mm. <laughs> it's not the crook of your smile, not the crook of it. That's the, what a uh, the talented way, singer. I like, like the fact that that singer was honest. Yeah, the way you know, hold my hand. We've yeah. all been there. It's none of those things. So Let's be said, perfectly honest. Let's get back real quick. The Daytona 500 bet, just so we all. Yeah, I need to write my dudes down. Not, yeah, Mike has Brad Keselowski, yep. Kyle Busch, and Kyle Larson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Danny has Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Ty Gibbs. I have Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, and Bubba Wallace. And we will add up your finishing positions. Yep. So if it's one, ten, and eleven, yep. then that would be twenty-two. Whoever's got the highest total number is your loser. It has to wear a shirt that Mike has ordered all yes. week next week. To no, wear. not next week. It won't be here for another week. Okay. You have to wear the same T-shirt every day. For a week. Yeah. I want T-shirt weather, so it's it's bad. And you have to make full effort and draw the most beautiful picture you can of Bill Elliott and give it to the winner. And you have to retweet three tweets during whatever payoff week is, probably week after next. And you can only write, Wood Smash. <laughs> And then just see where that goes. Thrice in a week. Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson for you, Mike? I don't Huh? I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. Kyle Bush, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski. We'll be back at 6 a.m. See if uh, Luca is your all-star game MVP, all that other stuff. And we'll have a big show with uh, the downbeat. President's Day, some of you might not be working, but we will be here. Damn also, right. do remind you of the speakies. I think we'll be playing the, the Luca 73-point game on Monday. At 2 p.m., hosted by Coop and Kevin Gray. But the downbeat is going to send you off with the very cult classic weird song, Healthy as a Horse. Wait, that's not the one with the lyrics. <laughs> you did this the other day, Simple. too. Well, I have a lot of things I have open I'm, on my file. I am concerned. You better get it planned. I'm really concerned about you. Here it is. Everyone relax. Everyone just shut up and relax. It's happening now. Here we go.
Sex is overrated I just masturbated And now I'm feeling healthy as a horse <laughs> Love is overrated It just makes you frustrated And now I'm feeling happy as a horse <laughs> So that's when I decided to walk on all fours and try it And now I'm turning into a horse <laughs> I'm eating hay for dinner A future triple crown winner I posted online that I'm now a horse Farmeroo! Sea biscuit! I'm a thoroughbred king! Marty Jones, Black Beauty, they will hear me sing. Mr. Red, Bojack Horseman, they were on TV. Secretariat, Seattle Slough got nothing on me. Sex is overrated. <laughs> I just masturbated. And now I'm feeling healthy. 